You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you want to overreact? You ready to overreact? Bet your ass that's all Let's I do. Let's do some damn overreacting. What's your overreaction? All right, my overreaction is that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl once again this season, and I bought low on the Chiefs. I believe in Patrick Mahomes. This is actually the Chiefs' second-best offense since Mahomes has taken over as the starting quarterback. Uh, the only season which was better was 2018. We obviously remember all those weapons, even without Tyree Kill. And they're not running the ball as efficiently yet, uh, which I think is actually going to pick up here the next couple weeks when we get colder weather, obviously. But uh, right now, Mahomes looks really good. But, man, Cincinnati, there's just something about that Bengals defense. They've had Mahomes' number, that pass rush. They spent all that money on that side of the ball. Uh, and they've been beat up a little bit in the secondary as well without their best cover corner, but Joe Burrow is just playing on another level right now. He's always cool, calm, confident. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Tom Brady, to be honest with you, and they just have so many weapons. I know they're just getting Jamar Chase back, but even without him on the field, T. Higgins is a number one wide receiver. Boyd's still one of the top slot receivers in the league, and now Pirine looks like the real deal at running back, and they're going to get Joe Mixon back. And what I love most about the Bengals, other than how good they've been playing defensively and how great Burrow is, and also, I mean, they spent all that money on the offensive line, man, and now Joe Burrow isn't getting hit anymore. Last year, mm. even in that playoff win against Tennessee, oh what was he sacked? Eight, eight times, times in that game? Eight times. Now he's getting rid of the ball quickly. They even had a couple quarterback design runs. He gets in the end zone himself. Mm-hmm. But the offensive line's playing great. But what I like what I've seen from Cincinnati is this isn't really Zach Taylor's team anymore. This is Joe Burrow running the Joe Burrow from LSU offense. Mm-hmm. They're tough right now. I like them a little bit better than Buffalo. Now Buffalo gets healthy, and they get Von Miller back. That probably changes. Maybe they bring in Odell Beckham Jr. But Buffalo, ever since that Micah Hyde injury, that was just such a big injury to their secondary. And I know Poyer's playing banged up right now, but I just really like this Bengals team. And I thought there was going to be some serious regression, kind of like you said, the Super Bowl hangover team. And it looked like it. Week one, Joe Burrow throws four interceptions. They get beat by the Steelers, who we projected to have, what, five, six wins this season. But right now, the Bengals are trending in the right direction. And if they could continue to get Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' number, uh, I think they're scary. They're scary as hell. Mine may be an overreaction to the most epic proportions. But my overreaction after what I saw, not just on Sunday, but this entire season, is that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will never agree to a long-term deal. Yeah, it's been a weird year, It's too. been a really weird year, and now he's hurt again, which was one of their concerns. He doesn't have an agent. His mom is negotiating his contract. Yeah. Turned down $50 million a year. Yeah. Wants the 230 guaranteed like Deshaun Watson got. He's not going to get it. He's regressed this year. He's been hurt. You have the issues then with, uh, you know, what he said on social media. His, he's not – you can tell he's not happy. He's not the same – personality that you've seen before there's a lot of friction around this whole situation right now and he bet on himself and you know week one or two those first couple weeks you're going oh 
This is Lamar Jackson betting on himself. Here you go. And yeah. it has not looked the same since that offensive struggle. I know they've had a lot of injuries, especially for a run-first team. you got a lot of injuries in your backfield. It doesn't help. But th- this team as a whole has regressed. Like last year, remember, they were 8-3 and three and decimated by injuries. They only started losing games once to Lamar Jackson yep. was pretty much done for the season. Yeah. So this year you expected them. I certainly did. I, had to, I picked them to win the division. Uh, I expected them to be a lot better. I liked to overrun their win total uh, because of what they were able to do to maintain everything being destroyed by injuries before the se- season even started last year. Same. But I, it doesn't look the same right now. It looks bad. No, man, and, you know, I like Bateman, I like Mark Andrews, but that's been the problem the last couple of years. And a couple of years ago, they actually tried to attack the wide receiver market. It was mm-hmm. when Juju Smith-Schuster uh, was a free agent, not before he signed with Kansas City, but before he signed the one-year deal to go back to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And then they went after T.Y. Hilton, but they just haven't spent any money, and they need to surround Lamar with some weapons because he could push the ball down the field. I think yep. the narrative is, you know, he just wants to be this running quarterback, and Lamar doesn't want to be a running quarterback. He wants to beat you in the pocket, but he just doesn't have the weapons to do so. And, you know, they're this run-first offense. Every year they have injuries in the backfield. J.K. Dobbins hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. Yeah. They're always finding, like, 35-year-old running backs off the street who come in right. and do a pretty damn good job. And then defensively they're finally getting healthy in the secondary. I love the Roquan Smith pickup because that allows Patrick Queen to do what he does best, not really think, just go out there and make plays. But I'm with you, and it's been a really weird year. There were the social media comments last week, which he kind of walked back and apologized mm-hmm. for. Obviously, like you said, his mother's his agent. He wants big money. I think he deserves big money, but I don't know if they're going to agree on a deal. And it's crazy because, like, if we're talking about this situation 10, 11 years ago, hell, five years ago, quarterbacks just rarely leave. And we've seen this. We saw Brady, obviously, you know, at the end of his career, he goes to Tampa Bay. Deshaun Watson's now in Cleveland, although that's a completely different situation. But the NFL is almost come in the NBA. Like, look at free agency and all those trades this year with the wide receivers. Yes. Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders. A.J. Brown gets traded to the Titans. Like, these are two... A.J. Brown's 25 years old, man, but nobody wanted to pay him that money. It's almost become like the NBA, though. And so, I wouldn't be shocked if Lamar is playing elsewhere, but that's just so crazy because usually you find your franchise quarterback and you do not let him go. Like, imagine the Bengals just not agreeing to terms with Joe Burrow and letting him go elsewhere. Or the Bills yeah. with Josh Allen. So what's different with Lamar, though? There's something, like, not right in that situation. Though. It's, again, I, I talked to somebody pretty close to the team before the season started. Yeah. And the big thing was the mom is negotiating the contract. He's got family involved with it. So there's emotion, right? They're, they're close to him. So they're going to be – they're going to want as much as they possibly can for it. They wanted the guaranteed $230 million. And apparently this – you know, the people that are he's working with, family members, stuff, like they've turned down – other endorsement deals for him, like six-figure endorsement deals, just because they didn't want him to do it. It's it's, it's tricky, man. When you start getting family involved in business, it's it's best to keep those things separate. Like, I understand the whole, like, you don't want to pay an agent of money. Like, fine, my agents have taken plenty of money from me, but you know what? I'd rather have an agent do this than me. And, like, most players are the same way. Uh, You know, I know Richard Sherman negotiated his own deal a few years ago. A few will do it. If you're, like, you can know a ton of contract law. You can have a lawyer even look over it. But in the end, there are still things that go on that keep things... It keeps the emotion out of it when there's an agent and a team involved and they're talking. Because what the team's going to try to do is find ways to lower the money. Even if it's... No matter how much they love you, they're going to try to find ways to... And they're going to have to almost like chip away the ego or how they feel about you as a player just a little bit. Just to try to get the prices to come down in certain areas. And it's just... Then if you're involving family with that, it's much more personal. There's emotions involved in those negotiations. And it just makes it that much more difficult. I... I, I really – it's a bad situation there right now, and you just – you clearly – it's it's not on the level of, like, Kyler Murray and the cards 
But doesn't it have that feel now of just like there's some serious yeah. friction, and if they don't nip it in the bud quick, it's going to get worse. And, man, I mean, do you think that the Cardinals are having some buyer's remorse? Yeah. I mean, not only on extended Cliff, but paying Kyler all that money. I don't I don't see a situation, and I know you just expended, extended both of those guys, where they're both back next mm-hmm. year. That's a disaster. And now Kyler's calling out the play calling. I think Cliff's going to be the one to go. One more quick one, and I hate to say this, man, because of the head coach, Mike McCarthy. You think of how that season ends last year against San Francisco, that quarterback draw with no timeouts. Like, what the hell are you doing? And I know people buy into Kellen Moore. I love Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. I wouldn't want him as a head coach. We've already seen him as We've a head coach. We've already seen that. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, what he's doing with that defense. But last night, they hang 54 on Indianapolis. Dak looks really good when he's healthy. Uh, the run game with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott and using them both. Don't say what you're going to say. I think the Cowboys might be the team uh, to beat in the NFC, and I God, only say that. Throw. You know I was buying all in on the San Francisco 49ers, and I know Purdy looked out right yesterday. Yeah. But can Brock Purdy really beat the Dallas Cowboys if he has to go on the road? See how. You know, is he going to be able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles if he has to go on the road? I don't know. I mean, we've seen Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers win without elite quarterback play the last four years, but uh, are they going to be able to do it with a rookie quarterback, a guy that was the last pick in the draft out of Iowa State? I don't know. Or are they going to bring in somebody like Baker Mayfield for a look? Because I would rather, honestly, have Brock Purdy running my offense, an offense that he's now comfortable with, than bringing in Baker Mayfield. And I was a big Baker Mayfield apologist. I love what he did that one year in Cleveland where everything was pretty much off the play action yeah. with Stefanski, yep. and they had that elite run game. But Baker's not it, man. He is not no. it. No, it's uh, and I don't know that he's for everybody either. It's well, that's the thing too. Like if you're winning and you have that, you have that. Uh, I guess you could say confrontational personality. Yeah, like that. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever he is, he's like what, a wrestling. Well, ha- however you describe it, if you're winning and you're playing well, people will overlook it. When there's losses and bad quarterback play, and you also have an attitude, you just this is what teams do. Like I always say, it's the, look at a scale, right? If the talent outweighs the headache, you stay, yeah. right? Like the Browns knew what they were getting themselves into with Deshaun Watson, but they also know, at least putting aside last night and putting aside the preseason, what you saw in Houston, if you get that Deshaun Watson, the talent outweighs the PR hit, and that's exactly why they made the move that they did. That's why they gave him all the money that they did, but he keeps playing like he did on Sunday with 131 yards passing. Uh, they're going to get some buyer's remorse too. I got one more overreaction for you, and I know you're going to love this. Because it involves your Packers. Uh-oh. Christian Watson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah. No. Seven touchdowns in the last five games. You can put aside what he did at the beginning of the year and all the struggles because he is now the hottest receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I completely agree that that's worth a flyer, man, because you look at the opposing defenses that are coming up as well. You have a beat-up Rams team with nothing to play for, and then you go in. They still have the bye week to get a little bit healthier, and that's been his problem. Mm-hmm. I mean – you know, you saw it week one, first play of the season, he burns Patrick Peterson. And I'm like, ah, Patrick Peterson's kind of washed. Patrick Peterson's had a pretty solid year for Minnesota, and he burns him. He just can't catch the ball. Uh, I go to the game against the Commanders. 80% of their offense that day was going to be surrounded around him, and he goes down on the first drive. He just has to stay healthy. Yep. But, I mean, he could create yep. the separation. He runs a 4-3, and now he's catching the football. They're adding him in on some gadget packages. Yesterday you saw him take the uh, end around 45 yards yep. for a touchdown. I'm with you on that one. I want to throw one more at you, and it's the Detroit Lions are not only heading in the right direction. I want to believe that the Packers are still alive for a playoff spot, but I'd feel better if I was a Lions fan. They hang 40 on the Jags yesterday. Okuda's finally playing like a top defensive back that you took in the first round a couple years back. I love what I'm seeing from Hutchinson. You know, still, 
they have a long way to go on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, Jared Goff looks like a real starting NFL quarterback right now. They're just getting Williams back. Um, man, Jamal Jamal Williams is having a ridiculous season, and now Swift's finally starting to get a little bit healthier. I like Detroit, man. They scored 40 points yesterday on a pretty damn good Jags defense. I think they're trending in the right direction. Probably not this year, but if they get a quarterback especially, I don't think Goff's the guy for the future. What if they get a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young? That's going to be a tough team in the NFC North the next couple of years because, like, I want to believe in the Bears and Justin Fields, but, man, does he throw some really bad interceptions in fourth quarters of games like we saw again yesterday, him throwing into triple coverage to lose that game against Green Bay. Does Jared Goff, though, stay their starter long term, right? Like, right. Because they very easily could draft somebody this offseason. But, they're, look, the Lions offense has been – prolific this yeah. year. Their point differential is still minus nine, so they're still giving up too much for an offense that clearly you know, can put points on the board. But at five and seven right now, if you look at the Lions, I mean, Tampa's five and six. We'll see what happens obviously with them tonight. And you're, what, a couple games behind Washington and Seattle. Washington's heading into a bye. Yeah. Seattle sits at seven and five. Washington seven, five and one. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And that's the crazy thing about the NFC is that, look, we know the teams at the very top and who's going to get into the playoffs there and the Eagles and the Vikings and the Cowboys. But you have question marks around all of them, yeah. right? And then you throw the 49ers into the mix now where they seem like they might have been the team that you would count on the most given the fact they've been there before. But now you have Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback. So the NFC to me is still wide, wide open. The regular season will kind of shape out, I think, kind of what we're seeing. Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys as the top three teams. Uh, but the Giants could still fall off. Yeah, I mean, who do we? Do you still count on the Giants? Like they're no, overachieving I expect this them year. To fall off. Yeah, so yeah. there's a chance of that. I mean, Seattle, great. They're seven and five. I still think they're frauds. Yeah. But their schedule has allowed them to have certainly a much easier uh, stretch of the season. We talked about their wins on Friday. Like yeah. a lot of them are just. You look at those teams and go, okay, great. You beat the Broncos and you beat right. the Raiders. But right now they're still in the mix, too. The NFC is wide open. It is, it is, it's wild to see. 